0: I'm Haley. And I'm Amanda. And And we're Haley Haley and Amanda. Amanda. And you're listening to the Haley and Amanda podcast. Hey, call us lazy. And creative. Lazy
1: and creative. Because we are. We named our our episode, our podcast, our names,
0: and and...
1: and that's all, just our names. We didn't think of a cool name. Mm-mm. Well,
0: our names are cool. That's true. I don't think so, actually. I, I always thought I should be not named Amanda.
1: Do you know that Amanda, it <laughs> comes with a <laughs> lot of jokes if you put certain words behind it? Why are you doing that? <laughs> Remember when you dated that guy once and your name would have been, if you'd married him, Amanda Bone?
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I would have been a man to bone. Oh boy, that's why I you I know, already feel weird about my name. But you know
1: what? Your your real name now is Precious though, Amanda Walker. Yeah, and and y'all's the hashtag. Oh yeah, for, for your our wedding. wedding
0: it was Walker to the altar.
1: Yeah, Amanda Walker to the altar. <laughs> <laughs> well, your name's just Haley. I know. We I you feel like we out. have boring names but also this isn't boring do you <laughs> remember when we looked up the meaning of our <laughs> names about 15 years ago and your what was mine well yours was like I don't know inheritor of all things glorious and oh yeah princess that mm-hmm, that's was definitely really not it really meaningful <laughs> and then yours was <laughs> no joke
0: Haley was bales, bales of, of hay, hay. And her middle name's Ryan, which means <laughs> little king. So you are the little king of bales of hay.
1: I remember one time a girl was like, oh, it's okay. You can just, you know, see it as like harvester. Like you're going to have a lot, you're going to harvest a lot, like a lot of hay. And I was like, no, you're just making that up. Leave me alone. Yeah, we, if, well, if you could pick your name, what would it be? Well, I think it would be. Something that I will probably want to name my kids one day. So I and you
0: don't want to share that here because then people will well, steal it. I just, <laughs> <laughs> I just don't know.
1: <laughs> I don't know if I, it's what I would want my name to be, or if I'm blurring those lines with what I would really want my kid's name to be. That's what I'm saying.
0: Yeah, it's hard to think of what your name could have been, but. Because we're so much a Haley and Amanda now. We named our podcast after it. Mm -hmm. Don't forget it. You know what we also did with our podcast? We made a pledge? We made a pledge to each other. I know. Under God. Are you ready for (laughs) it?
1: Indivisible.
0: Oh, Lord. (laughs) We're indivisible. Like, you can't divide us. You can Mm -hmm. multiply us. (laughs) (laughs) Ow. We're going to have children. Oh. (laughs) Also, can I please say, before we start our pledge... That Haley and I, this year, like in February before oh the pandemic. which I love that which, you're
1: sharing this. I'm getting extra excited. Which,
0: by the way, feels like, to me, not that long ago, but it was over,
1: like, it, it's been half a year. Yeah, and it's cause it also pandemic. feels like it was a hundred years ago. I know,
0: but sometimes when I'm like, oh, you know, I just did this, and I'm like, that was in January. <laughs> it's yeah. July, almost August, mm-hmm. but it's because the pandemic. I still feel like we're in March somehow. I know. But anyways, at the beginning of the year, Haley and I were sitting on my living room floor reading this book, and we're talking and chatting and dreaming about our future lives. Yeah, threes and sevens. Threes and sevens, right? and um we're we were talking and i was like oh my gosh i just can't wait for the stage in life too where we have kids you know like you have a kid and i have a kid and we vacation together our families and everything and i was telling her what i want to name my kids if i had a boy or girl and
1: she was telling me what she wanted to name her kids if they're a boy or girl and then we started imagining if we could somehow force them
0: to fall in love yes and then we never thought about yeah, this. And our and all brains of our, exploded. All
1: of our years of friendship, our
0: brains exploded because we realized how her and I become family in one blood. Yes, our blood <laughs> so, joins.
1: This is so creepy. I love is
0: it. Is if our, our little girl and boy
1: fall in love, get married, and have a baby. And yes. then it's our
0: grandchild. Yes. And
1: can you imagine... <laughs> Us being the grandmothers of a child. <gasps> oh, my God. We're going to screw that um. kid up. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I got so I, excited. I know. Our bloods can be together. We like got
0: we got way too excited and started squealing. And, yeah, and Michael came out of the. Maris? I'm sorry. God. Maris came out of the bedroom and he was like, what, what about me? What's going on? And we were like. We have planned our future children's marriage, and we're gonna share a grandchild. And he was like, "Y'all haven't thought about this before."
1: <laughs> I know. How did we not? I don't know. It's so exciting. Yeah, because we always think that you know we should have been family, and we feel like family, but there's no way. Now to we, do we it. will be. And now, yes, you have to have a certain gender, and I have to have another certain gender. And we can make have that work to somehow
0: fall in love yes which i have plans for that force it yeah i'm gonna for i'm gonna arrange marriage it (gasps) this is exciting uh, we're gonna watch this on netflix maybe we shouldn't have children
1: (laughs) (laughs) all right let's do our pledge ready i am hand over heart and this during this pledge i'm gonna think about our future grandchildren
0: oh they're gonna be so cute I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United Mates in America and rarely in public is where we stand because we're in a pandemic and also a podcast. Mm. One, One friendship, thing. under, under God, God, indivisible, live Purdy,
1: and just us for all. Just us and our whole grandchildren's, and our future. With our families connected. Oh my gosh, I can see us on the beaches of Monaco now. Oh gosh.
0: God. Well, okay, life update time. This Amanda has been update me. This has been an interesting week. So, first of all, last week's episode, episode eight with Coco Andre, the ladies from Coco
1: Andre, was one of my favorite. Interviews. We have received so many messages that this interview was people's favorites and I think it's because they're just so genuine and full of joy and inspiration and if you haven't listened to it it, I mean it really puts me in
0: some kind of way like super inspired love that episode and if you noticed we did we had the intro but then it was mostly like me coming in I, I like did the intro of the the episode, like the interview and everything by myself. And it's because Haley was not able to be here because I have been sick. and I was very concerned that I had the virus. Very concerned, y'all. she was very
1: concerned.
0: <laughs> well, because I ha- I have and I'm still sick, I'm getting over it, but I have a, a cough, a sore throat. Um, which are some of the symptoms, and
1: so and Lord knows you can't have even a baby cough these days without people no. thinking you got the vid.
0: No, and so I was being super careful; wasn't let, I wasn't seeing Haley or anything, but my, uh, Maris and I when got tested for COVID, we did a drive-through. Which, by the way, that experience was so easy, contactless, and amazing but you have to wait like three days to get the results
1: which were the most gruesome (laughs) three days of amanda's existence well because i'm sorry but i am kind of a worrier
0: about stuff and like i just have heard horror stories about this virus and everything and people on ventilators and so you've
1: got a wonderful imagination i mean my imagination
0: (laughs) is god if i could just get out of it sometimes (laughs) but I kept, like, every time I would cough, I would look over at Maris and be like, I can't go on a ventilator. (laughs) (laughs) And he was like, babe, you're fine. It's going to be fine. And I was like, "Mm mm-hmm. And I would just spiral. The only thing that kept me sane was Facebook Marketplace.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I bought so much crap.
0: (laughs) No, not crap. I mean, I redid my living room, which yeah. was awesome. I would send Maris to go pick up the, <laughs> the stuff. I'd be messaging <laughs> with all these people and bargaining them down. I and know, and
1: here I am. I'm like, she's barely responding <laughs> to me because she's so sick. But then all of a sudden, she's like, hey, can you make a run to Sherwin-Williams for me? <laughs> I'm like, what's going on over there? I had Maris DIYing everything
0: for me. So I'm going to post on our Instagram um how I redid our
1: living room and how we upcycled this awesome table. I can't, um, it's so beautiful and I can't believe, didn't you say you did the whole thing for like $30? It's ridiculous. I
0: got this. uh, I I, I mean, just very quickly, I really wanted this one table from CB2. That's like $900. Obsessed with it, but just not, not able, not willing to spend that money right now through a pandemic. So I found this table that is the exact shape, but it was, you know, really ugly finish, (laughs) Um, like super, super glossy, shiny kind of conference table and like a workplace, but same shape and I bought it for $15 and then
1: FM, yes,
0: Facebook marketplace and my, my husband and I refinished it and it's like identical to the table I wanted. I love it very much. Thirty dollars, y'all. It's crazy. We're gonna post it on our Instagram at Haley and Amanda. Make sure you go look at it because I'm a DIYer now. That's what <laughs> thinking I had COVID <laughs> I did know, right. <laughs> well, today's episode. Oh, oh by real, the way.
1: Oh, she's negative.
0: Oh my God. <laughs> yes, the test <laughs> came back negative yesterday. And so my mind is free and clear to be normal again. And suddenly she's getting well also. I mean, I still have, I still (laughs) am sick. I'm going to the doctor, but I am very glad that it's not COVID. So anyways, today's episode is about stepping out and starting your own thing. We've mentioned this in other episodes, but just, um, just a refresher, Haley and I do own our own businesses, And uh, I am a floral designer. I'm not a florist who has a retail shop. I have, uh, I work out of a workspace and I do mostly events, weddings, and corporate events. And that's my business. It's
1: called Zephyr Floral. And then Haley, I own my own art business. I'm a fine artist, a painter, and muralist. And um, I started that, I don't even know how many years ago. Yeah, Haley's been painting ever since she was,
0: I mean, she, you've been honing that craft since you were a kid. You're, it's what your degree is in too, mm-hmm. is in studio art, painting. Mm-hmm. And um, so we both have our own businesses and we just wanted to outline some important things that we, we have found through our journey of starting our own things. That hopefully will bring some inspiration to those who want to start their own thing. And for people who are just getting started, some guidance. And for people who have already started, um, we're going to kind of talk about that too. About how these
1: things can help you even though you've already started. I actually think that even though our businesses are kind of creative, these are kind of like steps or guidelines that could transfer across any kind of business or adventure or whatever you're pursuing so get out your notebooks and your pens or pencils because you're about to get some
0: expert advice master class from People haley and amanda would
1: pay zero dollars so ma- oh for <laughs> <laughs> free y'all that's free. We're going to take a break to hear from this week's sponsors, 5K to Couch. So you did Couch to 5K, but you really
0: miss happy hour. I mean, who doesn't? You see your friends on the porch enjoying a nice beverage in the beautiful outdoor weather, and you're out running that 5K you worked so hard for. You're starting to miss the couch because every time you run by, you see your friends enjoying a nice Netflix binge on the couch, and you're out there sweating your buns off, sister. Well, we're here to tell you about a new app called 5K to Couch, where we wing you off running 5Ks, get you back at happy hour, sweetheart. We'll slowly reincorporate your special activities that you miss. You'll go from running 15 minutes and then enjoying happy hour, to running five minutes and enjoying a movie on the couch. Download our app today and we'll get you back with your friends, popping the bubbly, back on the couch, whatever you want to do, darling, it's your life. Let's go from 5K to couch. 5K to couch, we can't guarantee that's good for your health, but it is good for your well-being and social life. I mean, it seems like a great idea, but a little counterproductive.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's all we've worked for for the past two months, but it is very tempting. I mean, I do miss, like,
0: happy hour and, and
1: it's hard when we have to run during that wonderful time of day where you actually could enjoy the outdoors. So,
0: guys, <laughs> maybe you really do want to go 5K to couch. And if you do, download the app.
1: It'll wean you right off.
0: Wean you like a baby from her mama's teat. Ew. <laughs> okay, let's get back to our episode. Um. Okay, so first off, we thought it would be fun to start out by just saying why each of us decided to go out and start our own thing. So, Haley, why don't you start this? Why did you decide to step out and start
1: your own business as an artist? Well, first of all, because I've been loving art and making art since I was a kid, and, you know, I think there's something in your mind that tells you you can't really, no, you can't make that a full-time business, you know? You're just art. You're just making stuff. But um, I just knew that it was important and special, and that my dream of doing that was possible and something just clicked in me and I thought, you know, I'm not gonna waste my whole life, you know, planning for this dream out in the future. I'm gonna try it now and see if it works and it's been working so step by step. What about you?
0: Well, so my my journey is a little bit different than Haley's where she kind of always has aligned with art. Um I have I mean in my whole life I've loved aesthetics like putting things together making beautiful things whether it be in decor or anything I, I love it but I didn't quite know what direction to take it and I've always had this entrepreneurial spirit I believe from my grandfather who um, he owned I've talked about he owned his own grocery store business but um, something about that was so romantical to me like Totally. Um, What I loved about my grandfather specifically was he kind of lived in this smaller town in West Texas. He had a grocery store. He knew everybody's names. They knew his name. And the thing that set him apart from everybody in business was his connection to people and his uh commitment to customer service. And he just really cared about people and people loved him and he loved them. And that was a huge part of his business. And so after college, I graduated with an English degree. I was thinking about interior design. One of the best advice um, that was ever given to me was from my parents who said, Hey, if you think that's an avenue you want to take, because I was looking at art schools in Paris, design, interior design schools in Paris and stuff, and, and I was wanting to go and, and pursue that after college. My parents were like, that's awesome. We support you, but why don't you for one year do an entry-level position in the in that field in, in interior design and see if it's, you know, really all you think it's going to be. Because a lot of times you... Um, you have an idea in your head of what a job is, and you have no idea the day-to-day. A romanticized yes, version. Yes, and you have an idea of what it's going to be like, but you don't know the day-to-day tasks. And so I, I went and worked for an interior design firm for, for a year and realized <clears throat> it really harped on most of my weaknesses. It was a lot of the, the things that went alongside of it. I mean, administrative work is with everything, but this was just not my bag. So I, um, I didn't know what to do. So I switched gears. Uh, we're going to get into this later about how, um, I got into floral, but found floral design. And when I started my own business, I really wanted customer service and connection with people to be the main reason why, um, my business was successful and like why I was doing it, but also, that I was pursuing that, um, aesthetic visual, um, design that I was
1: so attracted to. Yeah. And just to add on to my answer a little bit, um, I, I always did art and, and painted, but it was kind of just like on the side and stuff. And I had a full-time job obviously. Um, but when I, I had moved to Spain for a little while, and it was when I lived there that my mind was open to this whole other way of living, kind of, where people really pursued the things that, even if they felt romanticized and stuff, you know, they pursued what they were inspired by, and so when I moved home, I couldn't, it was like I couldn't forget that, you know, and so that was the moment when I moved home, that was the moment I decided I'm going to pursue my dream now, and if it doesn't work, then whatever, but I've got to try now. I can't just forget that experience.
0: And something, guys, that we highly recommend is, we've mentioned this podcast before, but the Why Not Now podcast with Amy Joe Martin, uh, amazing podcast. We met her through an event that we, we did the music for, and, and then we were introduced to her podcast and pretty much... What she does is she interviews certain people who are very successful in business and they analyze why they started, when they
1: started, um, what was the moment, why did they decide to start everything. To make that jump, that that always feels so scary and risky to everyone. That yeah. That moment. And, exactly. And,
0: and the podcast is super inspiring. And so one of the episodes is with Simon Sinek, and we've talked about his book, Find Your Why. Um, and we've talked about how Haley and I have, that's been a huge part of our, our businesses. And even with this podcast, anything we pursue is trying to align with our why. And so we would say that that is probably the number one tip in starting your business so the the first thing you should write down is finding your why and starting with why
1: yes I go ahead I think because you know this is going to save and I, I don't I think that we kind of knew our whys in the beginning but we didn't really spend time honing in on it until recently and I think that if we did have that um at the very beginning it kind of would have made our journeys like so much more direct I don't like regret anything obviously but this knowing your why you're doing the thing that you're feeling called to do it's your anchor it's it will never change and it keeps you aligned yeah and it keeps you aligned and so when the journey gets hard or whenever you know your business isn't doing everything that you want it to do on the surface that's your deep anchor and you can hold on to that right and so
0: we would recommend obviously simon sinek's book find your why or start with why um it's it it's step by step tells you how to get to the point where you know your why and it's kind of a fun process i agree it was really fun, and then the next step that we would say is it's okay to start uh, as a side gig with your with your thing. Um, I know there's some people that jump all in, and I think that that is you know certain circumstances call for that if you feel prepared and and everything um, you can do that, but for both of us, it did start as a side
1: gig yeah it it's usually I would say typically it's it's not as practical obviously to throw everything to the wind and start something from scratch and it be your sole income and livelihood. So it is, it's like Amanda was saying, it is okay to be a side gig, but I would say that something that has really pushed me along my journey and it keeps coming up in my life. Anytime I talk to anyone about my journey is to make space for this thing and for yourself because if you constantly, even if it starts as a, as a side gig and you have a full time other thing, when you'll start to feel like a breaking point, right? And that that is our next point: is
0: making space, make space for the thing you want to do. Uh, I remember when I, this was what eight years ago, seven years ago, when Haley and I first moved to Dallas together, like into the city in our own place, and. Haley was teaching. I was working at an interior design firm, and Haley wasn't painting at all. And she just wasn't herself. She had always had art in her life in some way, but this was just not a part of her life at the moment for that year. And uh, at the end of that year, I'll never forget Haley like came to me and said, "I I have to have art in my life. I have to be painting." And she said, "So I'm gonna make room for this." I don't know how, but I'm going to make room for this. Because, you know, as a teacher, like, you come home, you're exhausted.
1: Those kids, man. Love them. Exhausted. Can't wait to send them home. (laughs) So
0: Haley was like, I'm going to make space for this. And so she did. She she joined a um, community art program. She volunteered for it. She was on the board of it. She was starting to make space just time-wise. Um, to paint but you were networking
1: through Mm -hmm. that art thing and it was getting you connected to the art world in Dallas right and then whenever I felt like that just kind of clicked for me like it was kind of like I was testing the waters almost kind of like you doing the interior design thing for a year but mine clicked and I realized that I needed to make more time that me just doing this after work being exhausted was not going to cut it and I decided that I was going to quit teaching but that was terrifying obviously to go from you know 100 to zero and so I found a part-time position and so it's almost like I have weaned myself off Mm -hmm. of this other career making space gradually and You'll see that when you make space, obviously, that you give it room to grow and then it grows and it fills that space. And then you need to create a little bit more space and so forth.
0: And the next point that you can write down is learn from role models and and get inspired for free from people around you. So how I made space was I was pretty miserable at this interior design Job and
1: I would come home. Guys, she would come home after because it was about like a 30 minute drive away, but and traffic. Traffic. Lord, she'd come home. Sh- I'd ha- like, man, maybe I should like draw her a bath or like make I, it her would some dinner. suck the soul
0: out of me. Traffic Ooh. was the bane of my <laughs> existence. So it was also like, not good. In this job, I didn't really love or connect with. And then I the horrible traffic. Although, in the traffic, I did write. Like, majority of lyrics of songs of our first record.
1: Yeah, that is kind of something we're good at. You know, whenever something not awesome's happening, it seems like we kind of fill it with, like, you just being sick. You just redecorated (laughs) your whole... (laughs) house. <laughs> or like us being in this pandemic, which is not ideal and frustrating. We just started our podcast. I know. And you wrote a million songs on those horrific
0: drive home. I would be in that car and I would pull out my phone and turn on voice memos and sing a bunch of weird melodies and put words to it. And then I'd get home and be like, Kayla, I wrote a song. Can you put music to it? And I'd play it to her and she'd be like, got it. And so that that's was- how easy it was. <laughs> 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 that is uh, one good thing about that, but I was miserable. And so to make it better, I was talking to Haley and I said, I just, this isn't my thing. I don't know what it is, but I want to do something with aesthetics. And, and one thing I've always been drawn to is flowers. And Haley was like, we have this adorable local flower shop in our neighborhood. Why don't you go in there and ask her if you can
1: help? And I was like, and I know you were a little bit intimidated, but yeah, because I had no experience. Yeah, but first of all, if anyone, if you guys know Amanda at all, she is so personable and you just love her right off the bat. So honestly, I feel like her not having any experience or even really knowing these people, I I just wasn't worried about it. I tried to pump her up like, just go be yourself. They're not going to say no to you. And what happened? Yeah, she was like, great.
0: Um. Uh, Cause, and I said, you don't, I, you don't need to pay me anything. I said, if you just ever need help, I would love to help. She was like, great. How about this weekend? And I was like, seriously? And I remember I was like, I, I mean, I was just sweeping the floors. I was um, putting, I was arranging the cooler for her, like putting flowers in new water,
1: like nothing about designing, but just, I loved it. Oh my God. I remember Cause it's right down the street from our house. I would, I came to like bring her a drink or something and she was just sweeping and I looked at her face and she looked so sparked and alive like the aesthetics and the creativity and the whole atmosphere was different and I was just like when she got almost like whoa like this has awakened a side in you that's probably aligned to your why
0: right and so I think that if you're interested in something, I was just talking to a young girl who wanted to pursue floral and, and she said, you know, I don't even know where to start to learn the mechanics. Like, I don't know if I can go to school for it. She just, just, just graduated college. And I said, you know, go apprentice under somebody for free in your spare time on the weekends, whenever you can. That is exactly how I learned. And that leads us into our next point is that When you are learning from your role models and you're getting inspired from them, um, you need to form an alliance and not view other people in your industry as competition, especially being a female. Don't view other females as competition. Right. Because the truth is, like, especially with the floral industry, even if I was greedy, there is no way I could do all the wo- weddings in Dallas, Texas or events. It's too much. It's too right. much. There's completely enough room for every business that exists here for that category. And so instead of looking at other florists as competition, looking to them as um you allies. know allies in your network and you know there's I have so many especially from the girl I apprenticed under I could call her and ask her questions. I mean, it's just it's such a beautiful thing when you don't view those other people as competition.
1: And I think that that opens you up to learn new things from each other. But also you kind of protect each other's brands a little bit, which I think is also really special as female business owners you know sometimes people offer me a job and they ask me to do something that I know looks exactly like one of my artist friends style and if I were to take that job then I would be you know, stepping on someone else's toes where I know that that's their thing and I know that they do it beautifully and I am presented with an opportunity to lift someone else up and give someone else an opportunity and it always comes back, you know, positively, not that you should do it for a reason, but, you know, I just think that there's something really beautiful about forming this allyship that you're talking about. Alliance, allyship, (laughs) I don't think that's a word, a ship of allies.
0: Well, well, and even like in episode two, we had Allie Kayon who's another local muralist and artist. That's an Allie ship. <laughs> um, after the interview, we just kept talking with her and I mean, her and Haley were talking about different jobs that they do and how um, H- Ali has recommended Haley for things that are more uh, human figure driven and ha- Haley has recommended Alley for things that are more floral and line work driven. And that's
1: just the way it should be. Instead
0: of being snotty and you can't do everything and you and shouldn't. It
1: was, it was so beautiful when you did that big event for LinkedIn and you... So humbly and modestly reached out to other floral designers in the area because they all bring something unique to the table and they just kind of formed together with you. I mean, under you for that project, but it was a really beautiful thing for me to watch on the outside, seeing these women come together and tackle this huge project that you couldn't have done on your own. Exactly. So, I think the worst thing you could do is think that other people
0: are your enemies, competition, block them out. The more you can network, the more that you can form alliances with these other female business owners or any business owners, uh, I think the more successful you will be. So that leads us into the very
1: next thing, which which is kind of to say yes to things that will highlight your portfolio and your brand, even if it means that, you know, it doesn't, pay you so kind of trying to put money obviously money is important but in the beginning you want to say yes to things that are going to highlight your why you know that's in line with that
0: yes and for instance there's you know
1: you'll get I, I mean, at the beginning, especially. Oh my God, the beginning for me. You,
0: would, I would get weddings where it just wasn't my style, right? I was trying to do something like organic, natural, very gardeny, um, loose, and then I would get brides that were like, you know, I want very roundy moundy bouquets <laughs> that are in roundy bunch of, moundy. That's what you call them, roundy moundies, and like a uh, bunch of hydrangea and stuff, which you know, it's beautiful. It's its own thing, but it's just not Mm -hmm. what I was trying to brand myself as. But I had to, you know, I was doing some of those, but it wasn't stuff I could put in my portfolio. It was kind of like paying the bills and then it
1: wasn't in my online portfolio. Yes, and I want to make clear that we by no means are privileged enough to say that at the beginning, we didn't do stuff that just paid the bills because we all have to do that. And there's no shame in that. But I think that there will come a point where you have to start being picky choosy and you have to choose something that benefits your brand. And if you're going to do something for free, that's fine. That's fine. I was about to say
0: the way to get there to me was at the beginning, I would get offers to do like, hey, will you come do this styled shoot, which nobody's paying me for floral. It's right. me. Giving a contribution of floral to the styled shoot, but then hopefully getting publicity from that yeah, styled shoot. Paid and exposure. Right. And so that was my opportunity at the beginning to do the style I wanted because there was no customer, right? Except for to align with the styled shoot vision. And so I think that's the same like with Haley. Whenever you started, you were doing some commissions that weren't necessarily your style, but then when you would do your freehand fine art style, v-
1: That's whenever you started to put your portfolio together. Right. So I guess what we're saying is it's okay to do stuff for money to pay the bills. But it's okay. Yeah. But it's okay to do stuff for free that really inspires you and intrigues you and makes you grow as your brand. Exactly.
0: And honestly... You have to realize the the last point is you have to realize that you are not an expert at everything, and you shouldn't be. It's okay to ask for help. Um, whenever I started my business, I had another female um, business owner that I was friends with in in the neighborhood. And I mean, this girl, she held my hand, walked me step by step on how to start my business legally, like all the paperwork and everything. She went, she drove with me downtown Dallas to do all the work. She sat with me at coffee to fill out the stuff online and people want to help. People want to help who've been down that road because they know it can be confusing and hard, especially, um, I feel like the, female business owners, there's an alliance there that um, they know how hard it is to get started and are willing to help most of the time.
1: Well, and, you know, that, that friend that we're talking about, that's a strength of hers all all of that that she walked you through mm-hmm. that's her strength and people want to share their strengths right B- maybe people who are being competitive act like they don't but most people just like Amanda said before everybody wants to talk about themselves mm-hmm. and everybody almost wants to share their strength and so if if you have a strength in something that someone else doesn't well then help them in that way and also I'm horrible at the ap- apprentice administrative side of things but someone else that that's their strength they don't mind helping me in that because they they love that. Right, and I think, you know, a really important
0: thing especially starting out, it is important for you to learn things about your business so that you're aware of how to do things and how like what's going on. Um but it doesn't mean you're an expert from the beginning. So, like, it's important to hire a tax accountant, you know? It's important. OMG. It's, it's important to reach out to financial services to help you learn QuickBooks, to help you
1: learn. Writing def- contracts. Yes.
0: It's okay that you don't know how to do it, but you can learn
1: and have experts help you figure it out. Um, And that actually will make you able to focus on your strength and do it better because you're not distracting yourself and wasting all your time learning all of this stuff that someone else is really good at.
0: Right. And so the the, the last thing I want to say is people who, who are listening who have started their business, have been doing it for a while, um We were talking about when we were putting this list together of important points that when you get to the point where you start getting kind of picky choosy and you start getting to do things that are very on brand for you and you're a little bit more established and and
1: delegating stuff. So you have maybe someone else on your team. This whole, these whole steps, this whole process can be repeated.
0: Yep. Meaning, okay, I'm, I'm more established now. Let me make sure, let me step back, reflect, and let me make sure I'm really aligning with my why. So good. Uh, Let me make space to continue to grow. Yep. Let me learn again from other role models and people who inspire me. For Haley. inspired. Yeah,
1: Haley is, um, well, it got postponed. (laughs) I know. She signed up for this, uh, what was it, a workshop? Yes, with one of my favorite living artists in the south of Spain, and I'm... Well, they're push- they're postponing. Yes. You're going to
0: get to go. It's just kind of a bummer that it got pushed back.
1: Yes. But that's something that, you know, you don't just get inspired for the very first time when you're starting your thing. You have to continue to kind of level up, you know. Right.
0: And then make sure you are networking with your your
1: fellow um business owners making sure that just because you're becoming more established you're not becoming more exclusive and on
0: your own island make sure you're connecting with other people and then again realize you're not an expert and realize look at what you still need help with and Mm -hmm. and reach out to other people and then um, repeat 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 stay inspired keep keep aligning with your why Keep moving forward, making uh, friendships,
1: networking, alliances with other business owners. Saying yes to things that even continue to highlight your brand and continue to make you even more narrow, hitting it on the mark to what you care about and what you're trying to do. Well. That was what we had time for today. We have many
0: more points that um we feel like we could talk about this forever. Yep. So what we're going to do is on our Instagram um we want to hear from you guys and see if you want a part 2 of this about um going out and starting your own thing. Uh I don't know if Haley and I are experts, but you know what? We went out and started our <laughs> own <know>. thing and are <laughs> figuring
1: know, it out. Yeah, and I yeah, we did it. We have our journey, our experience to speak from. That's all. So obviously that's why this is free advice. Yeah. So we're going to put a poll up on our Instagram
0: and just see if you guys are interested in a part two, but also we would love for you guys to reach out, message us if you have any questions about, um, starting your own thing or if you want to add to the list. Yeah, absolutely. I know a lot of you out there are, experts yourselves I think what's really cool about this community of listeners already is it's a bunch of amazing people who are putting themselves out there every day and as Brene Brown would say like in the ring like putting themselves in the ring every day and starting things like you wouldn't be listening to this podcast if you weren't um, trying to be inspired trying to find joy trying to um, pursue your passions because that is The source of everything we talk about so if you're interested in this podcast you're our people hey oh so we want to hear from you um and then make sure of course you go to at haley and amanda instagram to give us your feedback watch the commercial from this week and (laughs) um we'd love to hear from you make sure you guys review the podcast uh reviews help us like it share it with your friends um we love doing it and we love connecting with this community
1: All right. Well, I guess we will talk to you later next week. Be sure, you know, out there. I know it's a rough time. We're in a pandemic, but the thing you can do is live, party.